Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Willst Outdoor Adventures podcast. I'm here with my big little sister, Beck, and today we're going to talk a little bit about mountains. Beck, what's up? Hey, well, thanks for having me. I feel honored to be your first guest. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I came over this afternoon. You're going to put the kid down for a little nap, and so if you hear any crying in the background. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's just giving her say, too. It's just the baby. Well, Beck, I wanted to have you on right off the bat because, I mean, we've got a lot of cool things we could talk about at our family. A lot of people gone on a lot of cool trips, but perhaps more than anyone else I know, you just have like a deep like love affair with mountains. <laughs> yeah. Is, would you say that's true? Oh, yeah. I love the mountains, and I, I enjoy talking about the mountains. So, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of the trips and highlights in my mind have actually been with you in the mountains, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, we've shared some pretty cool adventures. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can talk, oh, yeah. talk some about those today or maybe down the road, but I'm curious to know, did you grow up just having a fascination with the mountains, or how did that love and fascination start? Was there a specific moment or was it a progression? Great question. Yeah. So, you know, this goes back a little bit, I guess. So our parents, mom and dad, um, Dale and Tammy Willis, they actually honeymooned out in Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, And for their honeymoon, they climbed Long's Peak and um, just hiked out in the mountains and Ever since then, they've been taking our family out on trips to the mountains. So, I mean, for you and I, like, they would take us before we could even walk, you know, in backpacks. And um, so I, you know, I have a lot of memories growing up in the mountains. You know, we'd we'd get out there every few years, typically to Rocky Mountain National Park. Um, but one trip in particular, um, I was eight years old, and we went out in September and oh man, I think that's just when it, it hit me that the mountains were the place to be. Um, you know, we we were in the height of the aspens in bloom or, you know, the fall there and the elk. And um, we just did a lot of fun hiking. You know, I think I was old enough to kind of have an appreciation for that myself. And um, one highlight for me was my dad um, kind of took some time to do something special with each of us that week. And he, he took me, um, up Eagle cliff, (laughs) just the two of us, Eagle cliff, not a big mountain, but man, that was a highlight for me that we just didn't even have a trail. We just kind of blazed our way up there. And, um, that for me was really where it started. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember that trip. I remember you being so (laughs) mad. Because we were supposed to take naps, and I couldn't fall asleep, so I said, hey, Dad, or do you want to go on a little hike? And we were staying at this cabin at the Y, like right at the foot of Emerald Mountain, which was, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. there wasn't much to it, but we ended up hiking up Emerald Mountain, and when you and Jen woke up from your nap, you were just so mad that I got to do that. Oh, yeah, I didn't did. want to miss out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny, so... Um, yeah, there's nothing like being out there in September when the aspens are gold and mm-hmm. the elk are screaming. I would love to get out there and elk hunt sometime, but that's a that's probably a podcast for another time. Um, so I would say, like the culmination of your love with the mountains may have like 
you could say it was a few different things. You could say it was when we did Capital or the Crestone Traverse. Like, there's some pretty highlight moments. Mm -hmm. But if I was to guess, I would say one of the biggest ones is when you actually spent a summer out there at the YMCA of the Rockies. Would you agree at all? I Yeah, absolutely. So, in between semesters, it was between my my sophomore and junior semester of college, um, I decided to work out at the YMCA of the Rockies for a summer. I had had a couple older cousins, um, Jonathan and Jessica, that had done that. And just having spent a lot of time at the Y, um, yeah, I just thought that that would be such a cool, fun way to spend my summer in it absolutely was <laughs> right um I feel like I just was able to soak up the mountains that summer um in in a bigger way than you can for just like weekend trips or like even a week-long trip which is kind of our style you know we we go out for a weekend hit a couple peaks you know in the time that we have but man that summer was awesome you know I uh I would get up at two or three in the morning sometimes earlier and hike before work um, I didn't start till 10, you know, so I had a good amount of time that I could get some fun mountain hikes in and, um, yeah. And then on my days off, I'd take advantage of some bigger hikes. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So you were working in like, what was it like housekeeping or something? <laughs> no, actually <laughs> the craft shop. I taught basket weaving. Oh, basket weaving. Yep. <laughs> okay. So you were teaching basket weaving at the YMCA and they basically gave you a free pay- place to stay and gave you a little bit of money for that over the summer, right? Yep. Yeah. So free, you know, room and board. So we had all your meals, your place to stay there. It was a fun atmosphere too, because everybody else is just out there working for the summer, you know, so you meet a lot of people that love hiking, um, love mountains, looking for adventure, you know, rock climbing, that kind of stuff. Right. That's pretty cool. So, and then like, while a lot of people were probably like sleeping in, getting breakfast, going to work at 10, you say you're getting up at like two or three in the morning and getting some miles in and, and seeing sunrise hikes and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. Sunrise hikes were my jam that summer. I, I had a lot of fun sunrise hikes and you, know, you make it back in time for breakfast and work. It's just like so invigorating. <laughs> That's super cool. And then you, you also mentioned you took some bigger hikes on weekends when you had the whole day off. Yeah. So I think if I recall my days off were like Thursday, Friday, you know, and so I would, I would always plan out some heftier hikes, just some fun routes that I wanted to do um, on those days off then. Is there any hike that you can think of on one of those heftier hikes that was either particularly challenging or particularly like beautiful and impactful for you? Oh, gee, there were some, there were some good ones. Um, one that I really enjoyed, um, okay, I'm going to name a couple here. Okay. One was uh, actually climbing Meeker and Longs together, but it, we did that early season, so there was still quite a bit of snow, and so instead of taking the traditional keyhole route on Longs, uh, you go past Chasm Lake up Meeker and then there's a knife edge traverse to the backside of Longs, kind of takes you out to the home stretch and then up, you know, up that side. So, you know, climbing there, we had to traverse this like ice field and then climbing the home stretch kind of with quite a bit of ice on it and stuff. That was a little bit, that was a little bit sketchy. Man, um, yeah. But then it was a fun trip down because we got to just kind of glissade 
how do you, you know, whatever, how do you say that? Slide on your butt, basically. Slide, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With their ice axes and stuff, um, all the way down. So that was, that was a fun one. Um, so that was, let's see, it was end of May or early June. I think like, yeah, something like that, that we did that. And then, um, and then the other one that comes to mind, uh, that was super fun. It was kind of like, I would say maybe the climax of my summer out there was, um, did a trip uh, where it was in the never summers. So that's like on the west side of the park. A um, little bit less traffic on that side, which was kind of fun because the whole day I was out there really didn't encounter anybody, partly because that there's just not much trails, you know. So, okay, yeah. Um, started on one summit and then just followed a ridge it actually follows the continental divide the never summers mountains and ended up doing 10 10 peaks we weren't sure how far we could get but that was the goal um so that was a fun one because it was just totally coming up with our own route there was a little bit of climbing involved good deal of exposure um and also just a little bit of unknown you know with uh like kind of just blazing our own way. Well, that sounds pretty intense. So question, how much of that time would you say you were on a trail? Oh, um, we were on a trail. So leading up to basically um, almost to the first summit, um, which, you know, was maybe a good like uh, maybe eight miles or something like that. And then um, beyond that, so, no trail. <laughs> so eight miles just to the first summit, and then you did nine more after that. Is that right? We did, uh, yep, nine more summits. So yeah. that's a pretty hefty day. Did did you guys, either, either you have like a Garmin or some way um, of tracking? Yeah, it was over 30 miles is oh. what we ended up saying. And I don't know how much elevation gained, but I've always kind of wondered on that. But oh, again, man. you know, once you're up on a ridge, it's it's not like you're going up and down, up and down. You know, there's some up and down, but it's not like you're reclimbing an entire mountain. Well, even if you're just dropping a thousand between each, that's still ten thousand in a day. I mean, that that had to be an incredible day. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. So, whose idea was that? Was that your idea? Actually, no. Um, I had a different hike in mind for because this was my final weekend, final two day period off, um, and I had a different one in mind. I was thinking about doing um, Chief's Head and Alice. And Pagoda, those three, kind of pair in those three mountains okay. in a loop. Yep. Um, and one of one of the friends I had made out there, he was, you know, just, he had spent a few summers out, of, out in the park. And he said, hey, this is something I've looked at doing. Um, and so it was actually his idea. So did you guys get an early start or how'd that look? Yeah, yeah. So we had to get a pretty early start because there was a decent drive. Um, you have to go over Trail Ridge Road. It's on the other side of the park. Um, so, I, you know, we probably started at like 3 a.m., something like that. Oh, well, yeah. So. And then what time did you finish? Uh, like, I don't 8 p.m. I don't know. It was dark by the time we finished. In fact, when we came down, we had to cross. So we were trailblazing our way back down. Um, and we had to cross the Colorado River. So, you know, we had just crossed the river. It's getting dark, pretty dark at this point. And I look around and I'm like, man, we are, we're in some moose territory here. There's like moose trails everywhere and it's getting dark. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, this would not be fun to run across a moose here. 
But sure enough, we're walking and it's dark enough that you just couldn't see too far ahead of you now. And we ended up, yeah, kicking up a couple moose and didn't have any problems, but it was enough to get your blood oh, pumping. I can imagine, yeah. So, was this, would you say this was the most physically challenging day you've ever had of hiking? You know, that's an interesting question because by the end of the day, I actually felt pretty good. In fact, if you recall, that night, so I got back and <laughs> I didn't, I probably grabbed a bite to eat and then I hopped in my car and drove and met you and we climbed Mount Sherman. Yeah, which. The next day. I mean, Sherman's was, a little bit of a Oh, dinker, that was, but, that was an easy one. But, but I, I remember you being like zonked out in your back seat. You oh, could, yeah. I was tired. <laughs> you, I hadn't hardly slept. You couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> find where we were camped. I was out there with a buddy for like five or six days just doing some peak bagging, uh, snagging some 14ers. And Beck was like, hey, I'd like to meet up with you and like hike whatever you're hiking tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, I think we're going to just do Sherman. And so she drives out there at like four in the morning or whatever and then tells us about this hike she did the night before. I was like, no way. You drove all the way out here after doing 30 plus miles of up and down and up and down yesterday. I mean, that was, that's pretty impressive to me. Well, I was pretty tired. I just remember waking up to you knocking on my car window. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, are you coming? <laughs> yeah, we found her like parked on the side of the road because she couldn't find our camp. And she's just like asleep in her back seat, just like totally out of it. I, oh, I mean, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. So... Okay, but to answer your question, was that the most challenging? Um, man, I actually, I felt good. You know, I was tired, but I had had a whole summer of acclimating, climbing. So really, like, I don't even know if I'd say it was the most challenging. Um, but, I mean, technically, yes. I'd say that's probably technically the most challenging hike I've done, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, right on, right on. Was it mentally challenging at all? Not too much. Uh, I don't know. I think I was just on a mountain high you know, okay, at that yeah. point. Like, <laughs> I had had a lot of good hikes leading up to that. So That's was, pretty cool. I think that's just a testament to how strong of a hiker you are. Well, too. no. No, I think there's been some other mentally challenging ones for me a little bit more so. Um, actually, Capital for me was really was more mentally okay. challenging. I think there was a few factors in that. Um but. Low on sleep on that one as well. But. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I always enjoy hearing about your time that summer that you spent in Colorado uh-huh. and the two hikes that you mentioned, Meeker Longs and doing 10 of the Never Summers. Like those are both pretty impressive feats. And what I like about it is like, I don't know, for like your average Joe, even somebody who's from Colorado, like doing Longs sounds like a big day just doing longs peak the keyhole route sounds like a big day and you know there's you get into some class three stuff maybe on the on the keyhole and the in the home stretch but then I, I just like how you're worn up in that you're not only just doing longs you're doing meeker then longs and you're getting into some class three plus maybe even some class four and you've got some ice on top of that so you're just i don't know you're just mixing it up for a lowlander I, I think you did some impressive stuff that summer and you know, and I think for me, one of the one of the beauties of that summer was I didn't feel restrained by trails or routes. So both of those, you know, you weren't going to look it up on any kind of, you know, trail. It's a trail route, you know, finder kind of thing. Um, because we kind of just made our own way, you know. And so I remember I just lay out a map and look at some mountains and say, ooh that looks like it'd be cool, you know, and you just kind of 
creator out like that's something that I loved about being out there for a summer because it just allowed you a little bit more freedom to do that that is actually pretty cool and and not a lot of people do that especially you know people from Missouri Mm -hmm. climbing mountains in Colorado is already a little bit daunting for a lot of people Um, even staying on the route you know you look on all trails or 14ers.com or you know whatever but yeah and then I'm actually at a little bit of a loss because I kind of expected you to say the Never Summers hike was like extremely physically challenging for you. <laughs> and I was going on a deep dive. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, way to persevere. And you're just like, oh, no, I, I did 10 mountains in one day and it was kind of a breeze. But <laughs> No, I'm not saying it was a breeze. I definitely was tired. Okay, so I'm probably making it sound, you know, like I was doing better than I really was. In fact, by the last peak. So I was hiking with a guy that was a trail guide out there. So he would take, uh, you know, groups of people up on mountains and stuff. And um, I remember us teasing about, like, the last mountain. We were joking about how we were going the pace of, like, the people that he guides, you know. Like, we, uh, we had slowed down. Slowed down. Bit, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it definitely was um, physically taxing for sure. But there is something about being acclimated and just... Um, you know, when when you're being physically active, you can just do a lot more and feel good doing it. Right, <laughs> like, right. So you were just well prepared at that point for that hike. Yeah, like if I were to try to do that now, oh man, I'd be hurting. Yeah, for sure. Do you, I mean, I know you have a kid. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, I don't know how much you're planning on letting that slow you down. Do you have any plans of getting to the mountains this year at all? Or Oh, yes, yes. Um, so actually we climb, you and I, and some other people climbed Capitol, um, couple summers back. And for me, that was kind of like, I knew that we were going to be having kids soon. And for me, I, I really wanted to do Capitol before. So right. I don't know. I am definitely planning on still doing mountain stuff. I, I, you know, you obviously don't have the same kind of freedom to be out climbing mountains for a summer or something like that. But um, we have some trips in mind. In fact, our family is going to be taking a trip out to uh, the Rocky Mountain National Park in August, which I'm super excited about. It probably won't be the same sort of, um, you know, peak bagging kind of summer. It might be a little bit slower paced with kiddos and stuff now. Um, but that's one thing I'm super excited to get our daughter Hadassah out in the mountains. And, um, even if it's little stuff at this point, like I look back and I'm, I'm super thankful that our parents took us and, um, you know, it's not like they were doing crazy stuff, but they just got us out in the mountains. And I think that's a part of what drives my love for it now. And so we're also looking at doing, um, maybe like Humboldt uh, with her. Uh, We're still kind of figuring out what that looks like. I mean, we are new to parenting and, and we do recognize that whenever you're in the mountains, there are like, you know, there are things you need to be aware of or risks and stuff. Right. So we don't want to be dumb. We want to be wise with that. Um, So, but that's something we're looking at doing, which I think would be super fun. Um, Yeah. If you did that, would you, camp at colony is it colony lakes yeah yeah so i think i think we would i love doing like you know camping by a lake and then summiting in the morning so i think so just to try to acclimate a little bit again this is like very loose plans haven't looked into it a whole lot but yeah i hadn't even heard um, you mention that but that's pretty exciting yeah yeah if we could get some time off to do that um that would be one thing we're looking at 
So Mary Beth, myself, and I think Anna, uh, I think it was us three, hiked Humboldt maybe three summers ago. And uh, beautiful, beautiful area. Like, mm-hmm. a little bit farther south than, I guess, the majority of your 14ers. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, we were in the same area. Me and you were when we did the Crestone Traverse. Mm-hmm. And I think we camped at Colony Lakes, too, so... You know, you're familiar with the area, and you got friends down there you can see, too. I don't know. Yeah, we actually have um, some friends out there. They've got two little girls, and we have thrown out the idea of doing that together. As, you know, okay. So, oh, that makes sense. So you're yeah. thinking about doing it with them. Yep. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, you, yeah. you guys should do that. I encourage you to. What, do you know if kids can camp that high? Or how does well, it- <laughs> okay, so that's our big hesitation. So <laughs> I've asked my midwife and doctor about babies and mountains and so this is what i found out three three months um and under they don't recommend taking babies to high elevation um what would that be like four thousand plus well it kind of depends where you're located okay so for us yeah if you i would say i think that's right like four or five thousand higher than where you are uh and so because their lungs aren't as developed at that age. Um, but otherwise, it's it's kind of beyond that, similar to an adult. As far as altitude sickness goes, there's definitely a possibility of getting it. You know, you want to stay hydrated and just look for those signs. So, again, this is a pretty pretty loose thing. We may may not end up doing that, but... Uh, but yeah, either way, we do want to we do want to get her in the mountains and, and enjoy that with her. She's not at an age where she's going to appreciate it yet, but someday. Well, yeah, I was going to say she might appreciate it. She just might <laughs> she not, loves being outside. She might just <laughs> yeah. not remember it for very long, you know. <laughs> and she loves being in her carrier, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just fun chatting with you because, like we were talking about earlier, just the the love that we do have instilled for the mountains. I think part of that's like you know, dad and mom instilled that in us and. We, we did take one or two beach vacations as a family, but I just think we just tended more towards, you know, usually it was Estes mountains, Park, but yeah. the mountains, I mean, the, you always talk about like the mountains are calling. And mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I get that. Like if I haven't been in the mountains for eight months or a year, I, I start getting a stirring, but I, I still don't think even me as much as you, like I got out there more than you did last year in part because you had a kid, but I just don't know anybody, I don't think, who's just, at least from Missouri, <laughs> who just craves the mountains like you do. So I was looking forward to having this conversation. Yeah. Am I allowed to ask you questions? I mean, sure. Yeah, go for it. A couple. Okay. <laughs> so so what's been, like, a highlight mountain for you? Oh, that's actually a really good question. Um, and you've actually done quite a few 14ers, you know? Yeah, so, you know, you've got more Colorado miles than I do for sure, and you've done some crazy stuff. I do have a goal to do all the 14ers in my life, though. So, um, you know, there's some 14ers are kind of overrated sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but I do enjoy getting out there and bagging them just because that's my goal. And so I'm at like 31 or 32, and it's I've awesome, enjoyed yeah. a lot of them. I, and, you know, honestly, s- s- most 14ers are overrated, but some of them are underrated. I really like Haran. I've done it twice, I think. Um, I enjoyed the Crestone Traverse mm-hmm. with you. And, you know, Capital's fun just because it was – it's so iconic and notorious, right. I would say. And uh, whether it lives up to its reputation or not, it was just fun being up there and seeing that nice edge and being like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is what I've yeah. seen on the pictures, yeah. you know. So those are some that come to mind. Oh, uh, well, we backpacked the four-pass loop. Oh, um, beautiful. That yeah. was like one of our, 
my first real backpacking trips and uh you know it was pretty tame it was a lot a lot of time at camp but just the scenery was just outrageous on that hike so those are a few colorado hikes that come to mind did you say colorado hikes oh just yeah i kind of said mountains but yeah you summed it up well yeah those are some that come to mind but yeah good question well, I know you're going to do some future podcasts talking about some of your challenges, some of the stuff you've done with Caleb, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had some fun times as well. One thing, yeah, I just appreciate that you've kind of been, you're always kind of the go-to adventure guy. You know, it's like, if there's if there's an adventure to be had, <laughs> well, you can, you can pretty much guarantee Tim will be up for it. Well, I guess there's some truth to that, but I almost feel like I'm just easy to talk into doing stuff, <laughs> to be honest. Like... <laughs> People have an idea, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of a dumb idea, but sure, I'll do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot of cool things you've done because of it, I guess. So. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there with you this summer and seeing the mountains again. I'll I'll probably try to get out there at least two or three times. And You got uh, any in particular in mind? I want to take another guy's trip. So I took some guys out there, um, a couple for the first time in Colorado uh, last summer, and they really enjoyed it, so... I mean, you know, Phil and Bailey, those guys. I want to take them and Caleb, of course. And then I think Daniel's going to tag along Okay. this year. And, you know, maybe they'll invite somebody. I'm shooting for like seven to eight guys uh-huh. maybe. Um, I invited Joe, but, you know, you know how he is with with farming and stuff. So he'll probably be cutting hay or something. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm excited about that trip. And Are you going to do something new or a repeat? Uh. You know, I got them out on Alice last year, so it was not oh, a 14er, and yeah. I just wanted them to, like, Alice is such a pretty hike, yes. and, and has such diversity, so they kind of experienced that, and, and now I think they're okay with just, you know, maybe camping and maybe doing a little bit of peak bagging, so maybe we'll try to do two or three 14ers or something. Uh-huh. Isn't a Kit Carson and Challenger down there by Humboldt, too, in that same? Yeah, they're in the same... Sangre de Cristo, right? We might try to do those because those are the last ones that I have in that little pocket okay. before I'm done with that. Yeah, oh, that's a pretty area. And then I'll have to head west and do the Elks and then do the, what are Maroons. the other ones? Yeah, yeah, the Maroon oh, the, Bells. Oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about ranges. What are, yeah, what's the, is it San Juan or? Uh, I don't know which one. I guess it doesn't really matter. They're yeah. southwest. They're like as southwest as you can get as far as 14ers go, but. Anyway, that's my plans. Maybe I'll make another weekend trip out there and do some more peak bagging, but I'll, I'll meet you guys out there for sure and, and hang out at Estes Park, too. And yeah. Play yeah. some putt-putt. But yeah, it's always fun talking mountains with you, Beck. Thanks for hopping on. And oh, yeah. I think you're the first guest on this wow, podcast. Wow, well, so. I am honored. I'm excited to hear uh, the adventures in store ahead, so it'll yeah, be fun. I, I don't know who I'm having on next, but I know it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed talking to you. And well, thanks for chatting. I can always talk mountains. Oh, yeah. We'll do it again. Don't worry. Thanks, okay. Beck.